Some years ago, I heard a quote that said that success is the fulfillment of purpose, but that the key to success was self-mastery. Today, I want to unpack the idea that the key to success is self-mastery. If you're going to really realize your truest potential, you have to master yourself. Welcome to the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I am Markeith Brayton, former corporate nine-to-fiver turned lifestyle entrepreneur and personal brand business strategist. Each week, I will bring you inspiring personal development content and transformative interviews of some of today's most sought-after influencers and entrepreneurs who will help you unlock your fullest potential. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let the class begin. What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining me for this new episode of the Marquis Brayton Podcast. I am appreciative of you joining me today because we're going to be talking about a topic that has been on my heart and my mind for quite some time, and that is the topic of self-discipline. But before we get started, I have a question for you. Have you ever considered starting your own business? Do you consider yourself to be an expert in a particular niche or field and believe that you could possibly launch a profitable business? Well, I want to invite you to have a brand maximization discovery session with me because I have since started a brand new opportunity to work with corporate professionals as well as service-based entrepreneurs to maximize their personal brands so that they no longer remain the best-kept secret but become known and paid for their expertise. I truly believe that we all have the ability to create something for ourselves to generate the income that we desire to have. Here's what I truly believe deep down in my heart, that your brand should make possible the life that you desire to live. If that's you, go to my website, www.markeithbrayton.com and schedule you a brand maximization strategy session with me absolutely free. And we'll spend time talking about your idea, about your vision, about what your skill set is and how you can leverage that to create a business and to create income that you can either utilize to travel, utilize to build a more greater life, or just utilize to put aside for that day that you decide to take your business full time for those of you who are corporate professionals. All you have to do once again is go to www.markeithbrayton.com, click on the Contact Me tab, and schedule your brand maximization strategy session. So let's go ahead and get right into our topic. Some time ago, I read a book by a minister by the name of Dr. Cindy Trim, and she was talking about success. And there was a particular quote in the book that she shared what the meaning of success was or how she defined success. And she defined success as the fulfillment of purpose. And then she went a little bit further to tell us 
what fulfillment of purpose was or the key to success. And she said it was self-mastery. Have you ever had any challenges with self-mastery or discipline? I can honestly say that I've had challenges as an entrepreneur these last 11 months with the right self-discipline. Self-discipline is not an easy thing, especially when you are accustomed to not being disciplined in certain areas. So I definitely wanted to talk about this topic because I know that many of us struggle. Many of us struggle to be our better and best selves. And it's a challenge sometimes to break those habits that might be hindering us from moving to our next level, that might be keeping us from really realizing our fullest potential. And as I decided to do this particular topic. Of course, you know, I had to do my research. I had to do my reading to come up with some ways that we can work on our discipline and work on the things that will help us to move to our next level. Because I know that if you're listening to this podcast, that you want to move to your next level, that you want to realize your better and your best life, that you want to make sure that you exhaust all opportunities. I like the saying that Les Bryan says, he says, live full, but die empty. And if that's going to be the case for your life, you have to have self-discipline. So as I did my reading and did research, I came up with 10 different ways that we can mature and grow in our self-discipline, reading different articles from Entrepreneur Magazine, from Success Magazine, from different online platforms. And I believe these are 10 ways that you truly can grow and mature in your self-discipline. And this podcast episode won't be long. We'll succinctly go through each of these 10 ways. But I want to kind of provide something that will help you in your discipline so that you can realize your fullest potential. So number one, you have to know your weaknesses. We all have weaknesses, whether they're snacks like potato chips or chocolate chip cookies. I actually like chocolate chip peanut butter cookies. Or maybe it's social media or it's eating habits, whatever. We all have different weaknesses. But one of the ways that we master or mature in our self-discipline is that we have to acknowledge the weaknesses, whatever they may be. Too often, people either try to pretend that there are no weaknesses and that they don't exist, or they try to cover up any of their pitfalls in their life. But the way that you really grow in your self-discipline is that you have to own up to your flaws, own up to your weaknesses. You can't overcome them until you do. I actually heard it said this way before. You cannot confront what you're unwilling to identify and you'll never conquer that which you're unwilling to confront. So you must own your weaknesses. Tip number two, remove temptations. Remove the temptations. Like the saying goes, out of sight, out of mind. It may seem silly, but this phrase offers powerful advice. By simply removing your biggest temptations from your environment, you will greatly improve your self 
discipline. For example, one of the things that I had to do, especially when I prepared to go to bed or when I prepare for my evening to fall asleep, I started putting my phone in a different room to charge because I found myself getting in the bed with my phone, scrolling through social media and staying up all hours of the night, just kind of lollygagging and scrolling through social media. And so in order for me to make sure that I got the proper rest, in order for me not to be tempted by my phone, I literally leave my phone in my home office on the charger and I go into my room and prepare for bed and go to sleep. And it has definitely helped me to not be distracted and not be tempted to be on my phone. It may be for you to eat healthier, You know, toss all the junk food in the trash. If you want to improve your productivity at work, you know, they have all these different types of social media clothes apps that literally shut down your social media during timeframes for which you have programmed it to shut down. The fewer the distractions you have, the more focused you will be on accomplishing your goal. Set yourself up for success by removing the temptations. Tip number three, set clear goals and have an execution plan. Here's what I like to say. Clarity is king. Clarity really helps you to be self-disciplined. If you help to achieve self-discipline, you must have a clear vision of what you hope to accomplish. You must also have an understanding of what success means to you. A lot of us sometimes have challenges about what success means to us because we're too busy watching other people and looking at what they define success as. You need to define success for yourself. When you define success for yourself, you get to determine what the end result is is and what success looks like for you. And so I really encourage you to really take time out and ask yourself, what does success mean to me? And what does it look like at the finish line? Tip number four, you need to build your self-discipline. It's just like learning how to ride a bike or learning how to swim. We aren't born with self-discipline. It's a learned behavior. And just like any other skill, you must master it. It requires a daily practice. Repetition is the key to success. The more you practice it, the better you become. You know, like I said, when you first started to learn how to ride a bike, you would start and you would fall, but you would get back up and start pedaling and start pedaling and maybe you'd fall again. But the more you got back up and the more repetitious you were in riding that back, you learned how to ride it. Just like going to the gym, willpower and self-discipline take a lot of work. The effort and focus that self-discipline requires can be absolutely draining. As time passes, though, it becomes more and more easier the more you practice it. The bigger the temptation or decision, the more challenging it can feel, but the more you practice it, the better it becomes. So work on building your self-discipline through daily diligence. I always like to share with my clients that we are what we do. Whatever our habits are is what we become. I was recently at a conference a couple of months ago, and I really, really liked this statement that one of the speakers made. He said that I don't believe what people say. 
I believe what they do. He said, in all actuality, people don't believe what they say themselves. They really only believe what they do. And when you think about it, it's really true. The things that we do are what we believe. And if you're going to truly create greater discipline, you got to do, you got to practice, you got to continuously do the thing to change a habit into a more serving habit. You got to practice it and leverage repetition. Tip number five, keep it simple. Create new habits by keeping it simple. You know, acquiring self-discipline and working to instill a new habit can feel very challenging, very daunting. But if you keep it simple, you truly, really are able to take it step by step. You don't want to feel intimidated. You don't want to feel overly challenged. So break your goal down into small, doable, I like to say implementable steps. Instead of trying to accomplish something majorly big, focus on doing one thing consistently. We're going back to that consistent repetition and master the self-discipline. If you're trying to get in shape, we like to use getting in shape and working out, right? Start by working out 10 or 15 minutes. I really don't think that's enough. (laughs) I think you should at least start with about 30 minutes. Start with 30 minutes of working out. Just joking. If you're trying to achieve more sleep or you're trying to be more healthy, just take small little baby steps. Eventually, when you're ready, you can add more to the list. So tip number five, create new habits by keeping it simple. Tip number six, eat often and healthy. One of the things that as I have gotten older, I find myself eating less because I'm working a lot or I am always being busy and not eating as often as I should. And so research has proven that low blood sugar often weakens a person's resolve, making you grumpy and pessimistic. And I know a lot of my friends are probably like, what's going on with you? But it's probably because of my low blood sugar of not eating enough and not necessarily always eating the most healthy foods. So one of the things that I'm committing myself to do is to eat more often, maybe smaller meals, but eat more often and eat foods that give me the right nourishment so that I have the appropriate energy to really tackle the day. When you're hungry, your ability to concentrate suffers and your brain doesn't function as well. And I can attest to this because, you know, sometimes I feel like I just have terrible short-term memory. Your self-control is likely weakened in all areas, including your diet, your exercise, your work, and relationships. So fuel up with healthy snacks and regular meals to keep yourself in check. Tip number six, eat often and more healthy. Tip number seven, change your perception. Change your perception. How you perceive a thing is how you receive a thing. According to a study by Stanford, the amount of willpower a person has is predetermined by their beliefs. Isn't that interesting? What you believe will help you with your self-discipline. If you believe you have a limited amount of willpower, you probably won't surpass those limits. 
If you don't place a limit on your self-control, you are less likely to exhaust yourself before meeting your goals. In short, change your perception. Just remember that little slogan I just shared. How you perceive a thing will determine how you receive a thing. If you can remove these subconscious obstacles and truly believe you can do it, then you will give yourself an extra boost of motivation toward making those goals a reality. Just think about that old story about the caboose, right, who thought that he could. The more he thought he could, the more he kept moving towards the accomplishment of the goal. Change your perception. Your perception truly can help you with your self-discipline. Tip number eight, we're getting close to 10. Have a backup plan. And I normally would not say this, especially about goals. But according to an article in Entrepreneur Today, it said that psychologists use a technique to boost willpower called implementation intention. That's when you give yourself a plan to deal with a potential difficult situation you know that you will likely face. But then... You imagine that you're working on eating healthier, but you're on your way to a party where food will be served. So before you go, tell yourself instead of diving into a plate of cheese and crackers or fried chicken or fried pork chops, right? You know, because I live in the South, you know, that's the kind of things that we like to eat. Or in Nashville, hot chicken. Before you go, have a plan B. Going in with a plan will help give you the mindset and self-control necessary for the situation. So if you're really wanting to practice self-discipline and you know that certain structures may not be in place where you're going, you know, because I run into that problem a lot, especially traveling, you know, because I've really gotten into exercising more often and going to the gym almost daily. But because of my travel schedule at times, attending conferences, speaking at various events, I sometimes don't plan ahead on how am I going to eat more healthy while I'm traveling and not necessarily at home in place where I can have a cooked meal. So I need to do a little bit better job in having a backup plan of how I'm going to eat more healthy when I'm traveling and speaking. So tip number eight Give yourself a backup plan to help you with your self-discipline. Tip number nine, learn how to reward yourself. Give yourself something to be excited about by planning a reward. I don't know what a good reward would be for you, but I'm waiting on that day because I keep saying on my bucket list that I'm going to take a $10,000 shopping spree, maybe travel to Chicago or go to New York, go to L.A., may not go a long way in those cities, $10,000. But I just want an opportunity to blow ten grand shopping and buying things that I like. And it'd probably be on a lot of technological stuff. But I like clothes too, suits and shirts and ties. But give yourself something to be excited about. Like when you're a little kid and you got a treat for good behavior, have something to look forward to as you are achieving these goals through your self-discipline. Anticipation is powerful. 
It gives you something to obsess over and focus on so you're not only thinking of what you're trying to change. So when I think about my business, I want to reach that half a million dollar mark so I can reward myself with maybe a nice car or a new home. I've always wanted to have a downtown loft apartment overlooking the city, right? And so if I can reach that goal of half a million or a million dollar business, then I'm most definitely going to have a loft apartment overlooking the city with floor to ceiling windows and a lot of light. So tip number nine, reward yourself and it will help you to be excited and have anticipation to really hone in on that self-discipline in order to accomplish the thing that you want. Drum roll, please. Forgive yourself and move forward. You know, sometimes we don't really reach the things or the goals that we want to reach. But don't hold it against yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Forgive yourself, dust yourself off, and move forward. You know, many of you know that I'm a man of faith. I'm a ordained uh, preacher uh, in the church. And we have a saying that, hey, grace and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Forgive yourself. God forgives you. Pick yourself up and move forward. Donnie McClurkin has a song, We Fall Down But We Get Up. Even with all of our best intentions and well-laid plans, we sometimes fall short. It happens. You will have ups, downs, great successes, and dismal failures. The key is to keep moving forward. If you're really going to be self-disciplined, if you're really going to move forward and develop the discipline that you need, learn. you got to learn how to forgive yourself, not hold yourself to a standard that is not possible. We all are perfectly imperfect because I believe God created us perfectly and we work through our imperfections to realize the perfectness that God created us to be. So tip number 10, forgive yourself and move forward. Let's go through them all 10 real quick. Number one, know your weaknesses. Number two, remove the temptations. Number three, set clear goals and have an execution plan. Number four, build yourself discipline. Number five, create new habits by keeping it simple. Number six, eat often and eat healthy. Number seven, change your perception about your willpower. Change your perception, your mindset. You know, your success is one between the two, no, between the six inches that are between your two ears. Number eight, give yourself a backup plan. Number nine, reward yourself. And number 10, forgive yourself, dust yourself off and move forward. Well, there you go. 10 tips on how to have more self-discipline in your life so that you can achieve the goals and success that you desire to achieve. I really hope that this podcast episode was very helpful to you and that you go back and think about some things that you could do differently utilizing one of those or some of those 10 tips. 
I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of the Marquise Brayton Podcast. And as I do each and every week, I encourage you to go to iTunes and or Google Play Music to leave us a rating and a review. I like to hear what you have to say about the podcast and how helpful and how valuable it was to you as you listen to the podcast episode. Also, once again, I invite you, if you are someone who is desiring to start your own business, to leverage your expertise and build a personal brand that you can leverage as a business, I want you to reach out to me at www.markeithbrayton.com. Click on the Contact Me tab and schedule your absolutely complimentary brand maximization discovery session so that we can learn how to keep you from being the best kept secret and that you can become known and paid for your expertise. Have a great rest of your week and we'll be right back here next week. 